Emily, I love how you're matching your chair right now. It's amazing. Oh, I am. Purple's <laughs> not even my favorite color. I know. It's green, but you look good in purple. Like, this purple vibe that's going on. It's you're, no, you're, like I don't look as good in green. It's a curse. It's making you glow. It's interesting. I love it. <laughs> this should be the cold open. I like this. <laughs> anyway, back to the game. Welcome to the Legends of Lanamora podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master Nathan. With me this evening, I have Emily. Hello. Nova. Hey, yo. And Nicole. What's up? We are 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. In last week's episode, our party was awoken in the middle of the night by the console of the Circle of All, whose apartment they were staying in, underneath a tree. The tree, to be exact. Uh, he TM, said there's TM, a disturbance TM. out on the... <laughs> he said there's a disturbance out on the end edge of the circle of all. And they went to investigate. They went through a tree tunnel. Drew had some spooky stuff happening where she was sensing spirits. Uh, and when they got out of this tree tunnel that somehow got them to the edge of the circle of all much quicker than it normally would take... Where it would take a day and a half, it took a matter of minutes. Magic, right? Oh, so like Game of Thrones speed. Uh, but this is actual magic. They were on yeah. boats. They Listen, they didn't have magic boats. <laughs> or they flying regular dragons boats. that apparently are faster than the dragons. speed of light. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I digress. Um, so, magic tree took them to the edge of the circle of all where they saw a harrowing sight. There were a lot of things happening when they got there. Uh, the bridge, the, the blossom bridge that, or the bridge of blossoms, sorry, uh, that goes from Gizmoborough to the circle of all had been demolished and there was carnage all around. There were, um, druids, uh, laying, dead in the in the in the grass and the the foliage that were being reclaimed by the circle itself as we know plants grow a lot quicker in the circle of all there were boulders that looked like they shouldn't have been there um scar was able to deduce that there was that these boulders looked like they had come from siege weaponry and asla who was with them the lioness from a few episodes ago she wild-shaped into a crane, and Saf went with her to go look at the other side and see what was happening, to see if there was uh, some attack coming from Gizmoborough via siege weapon, and there was not. There was chaos and carnage on that side as well, and they met with a uh, dwarf woman who was helping with uh, survivors, getting them into the nearest taverns and inns and everything, and she described what could only be an amo that had destroyed the bridge. It uh, left as quickly as it appeared. Saf ran a diagnostic, magical diagnostic, I guess, with Andy, the AI that lives in her arcane armor, found traces of illusion magic. Um, so after they went over there, they, they did all of that. 
They went back to try and figure out what they were going to do on the other side, on the circle of all, and Goneleth all of a sudden started feeling horrible. And Drew started to feel it as well. And it was the same feeling that Drew had felt while they were traveling through the the, the tree tunnel. I don't know what else I'm going to call it. I should have named that thing. But, um, tree subway. Nope. Run it again. No, tree tunnel's better. Um, and so, um, basically, uh, Goneleth falls to his knees and he says, something's happening. And Drew kind of feels something as well. Not as strong, obviously, as Goneleth because she did not fall over. And Goneleth stated that something was happening at the Rock Gear Crossing, which is the other bridge from the Circle of All to Gizmoboro. So Saf, in haste, zoomed over to the Rock Gear Crossing right as the sun was beginning to rise and saw what looked like Amo Farrick destroying the bridge of the Rock Gear Crossing before vanishing in thin air. And that's where we left the episode. Me, me and Drew, we were like heading, because I threw Godalith gently over my shoulder and like we were taking <laughs> off towards him. Yeah, we were taking off towards the bridge. Like, so we're still heading there. Yes. Okay. So the the rock gear crossing is it's a good 10 to 15 mile trek to get there through the circle of all itself with Goneleth, um having collapsed. He is not able to make this. He's, he's not able to make the tree tunnel basically to get you there any quicker. And you have, so on at the bridge of blossoms, uh, the destroyed bridge of blossoms, we have drew scar Goneleth being carried by scar Asla, Sokoba and Karen. And over at the Rock Gear Crossing, we have Saf by herself. I guess Andy's there, too. <laughs> so, Andy's what always there. we're going to do... It, it, yeah, Andy's always there. What we're going to do is we're going to do a skill challenge, because that's fun, and yes, I like them. Skill challenge! Yes. We've never done one! You have? Yeah, we have. Have we? We, we? We've done stuff either akin to skill challenges or... I think it was back in season you know, one, whatever. but like, yeah. I think it was okay. season 1.5 yeah. when we were doing the chase sequence. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a dang map to look at while I'm doing all of this. What y'all's proficiency bonus now? Like, plus, <clears throat> plus six? Four. Plus four. Plus four. Plus four? That's it? Yeah, we're only level mm-hmm. ten. Man, y'all should level up or something. <laughs> hmm. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be a great idea. It's, uh, you've, you've been doing it not experience points based. You've been doing it, like, monuments based or whatever the fuck well, the word is. Well, whenever Nathan decides it's good for the story. I do it whenever I forget that I haven't let you all level up in enough time. What, <laughs> what episode are we on tonight? Is this episode nine? <laughs> this is the- nine, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Nathan helped me earlier with what I was looking for. Nine cut. I was like, it's not monuments based. What's the word I'm looking for? Milestone. 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 (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do a skill challenge. So I need everyone to roll for initiative, please. Hell yeah. 
16. Five. <laughs> Drew is scared. Saf? Wait, what do you add to the initiative again? Your initiative Your bonus. initiative bonus. Really? Oh, then it's 15. Sorry, I was looking at proficiency. I got an eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know how to do this. All of our bellies hurt. This sucks. <laughs> so it's going to be... We're, we're just going to be tracking the three of you, but you can use... Like, for instance, Saf, you can use Andy to your advantage. Um, Drew and Scar, you can use Asla, Karen, or Sokoba to your advantage. Or if you're able to make Gonoleth feel better, you can use him to your advantage as well. And anything that's around you. Hey, are any of us clerics? Just <laughs> I can make him feel yes, better. Yes, there's one cleric here. <laughs> I love you my that goodberry, that powdered goodberry. So obviously something horrible has happened. The rock gear crossing has crumbled. Uh, so at the Bridge of Blossoms, everyone on the Circle of All Side has perished and is starting to be reclaimed by the Circle itself. So Drew felt the spirits all around at the, the site of the Bridge of Blossoms. Oh, I forgot to mention too that uh, Drew's soulbound grimoire is full. Charge that shit up with some dead body spirits things. Yeah. Like a fucking solar-powered battery kind of shit. I'm just borrowing them. But what are we doing with solar batteries if not borrowing the sun's energy? It's funny because it's a book and you borrow books from, like, the library. Like, that's just what... Well, borrowing has the intention of bringing it back. Or of giving it back. I am going to eventually give give these souls on to the shepherd and the shepherd takes them wherever they need to be. I am borrowing them for their power right now. I just want to put them in my bike for a second and get where I need You're to be. You're not borrowing them from the shepherd. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, they return to the earth. So I don't know if this is going to be... Oh, um, sorry. So yeah, that that's what's happening. At, at the Bridge of Blossoms, there's, you, you kind of get the, the vibe that there's not much you can do here unless you want to investigate what happened here further. But as far as saving lives, so you can either investigate what happened at the Bridge of Blossoms and figure out what what has happened here more completely, or you can try and be of help to those at the Rock Gear Crossing. Gotcha. So for the skill challenge, I'm going to say that you need a dozen successes. Okay. Twelve successes. Bet. Before. You get four failures. Man, you are just, you are on a roll today with those pauses. That is wild. I need a timer for how long that was up on the screen. Thank you. It was longer than a TikTok. Woof. (laughs) God. Look, so long as I'm not saying, um, (laughs) it can just be cut out. I'm gonna leave that one in. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be like the uh the the how I met your mother uh Ted's Ted's college class with made that drinking game out of Robin always saying but um <laughs> we're gonna okay, do look, that now. We, if we sell we're gonna put this this just super great 
uh, bundle for It's Sundown Somewhere together. If we can sell a hundred of those, I'm going to make Nova do a super cut of all of my pauses. <laughs> In one video. Are you like trying to discourage hour, people from buying our merch? An hour of silence. Are you trying to discourage me from liking editing? <laughs> Listen, I'm making jokes here. Uh, okay, so 12 successes before you get four failures and your number that you have to beat is... That doesn't make them any better. <laughs> well, uh, the the number to beat is going to be sixteen. Fuck! Are you fucking kidding That's me? That's fair. That's fair. I'm Look, you all are level failures. You, if you all are level ten. If you can't get twelve successes, you get to add your skill skill points. Yeah, we have hero points as well, and. Mm-hmm. All of us have inspiration. Inspiration, proficiency, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that you all have max hero points, by the way. That's that's fair. So. Okay. Um, So when you get to certain points, I will read some descriptions. But until you get there, I'm just going to let you you all figure out what you want to do with the landscape provided. So uh, first in the order is going to be Scar. You are right by the Bridge of Blossoms. You are nowhere near the rock you're crossing. You are very far away. What would you like to do? I feel like... Ten miles would probably take all day to get to. Wait, why? Uh, Realistic walking. If you were were carrying... You're carrying a person and you're like trying to run ten miles with a person... There has, in, I think, I think there's another plate. way to get there. We need to think about it. Use a brains. Yeah, so that's why I'm like. I mean, you could run like a six minute mile and get there in, you know, that's sixty what I'm saying. minutes. Ten, ten miles does that's not still take an hour. Ten miles does not mm-hmm. take more than two hours to get to walking. I've done it. So walking. Shut up. Yeah, no, short little legs. We're, I can't do. I can't do walking math right now. I can. I could talk you about could that. You could literally all day. Google Have map something that's Nicole ten miles walk away on the streets of New York, like for real. It's like, <laughs> it's like those like fucking uh, yeah. But this isn't the streets of the New York. Beach. This is this is a dense forest. Remember, oh, this isn't like, a Just saying. I like what? Her. Hey, you gotta <laughs> walk fast in New York City. Oh yeah, those goes. Like a wind-up to oh, concrete jungle. I get it. That's where it comes in. At, tip, at the typical walking rate, it'll take you two to three hours to get to ten miles, says Google. What? It, what That's what this, Google said. What, I literally Google how do? long does it take to walk ten miles. Well, you don't Just have saying. Google and Lanamora. What are you doing, Scar? <laughs> I mean, Nathan, do you want to give a, a rundown really quick of how skill challenges, kind of like what you can do in a skill challenge? Because I don't think we haven't done it in a long uh, time. Yes. Yeah, so basically with a skill challenge, or at least how I run skill challenges, I don't know if it's like rules is written or anything. I mean, technically it's a fourth edition thing. Um, But basically you've got this number that you have to beat. I don't care how you beat it, but you can use your skills. You have to use your skills to do it, basically. So you're going to roll your d20 and add your skill modifier. And if you can think of a creative way of how performance fits in this situation 
and you roll above that 16, it counts as a success. So yeah, it worked. Um, so basically you're just trying to beat this number with the skills that you have available to you. Obviously, you know, skills that you are better at like athletics or intimidation will give you more of a bonus, uh, using your religion checks or medicine probably isn't going to be helpful for scar. Surprisingly, I have a two in religion, just since, but medicine is a zero. Oh. Uh, anything, anything that's wisdom based, I have, uh, Except for religion, because uh, it was something in, like, as a tiefling or so I forget which one it was. Um, Scar went to church, like, twice. <laughs> she only goes on holidays. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, uh, with the skill challenge, you can also ask me questions about your surroundings. Yeah. I. That's what I was thinking about the survival check, right? I want to, mm-hmm. like, I, like, survival, I feel like, is the skill that I'm, I would that would automatically kick in in this type of situation would be like, I'd be in survival mode. So like, I want to, mm-hmm. I kind of want to do like, ha- like get a gauge of like what we need to do to stay safe and where we should go from here. Kind of thing. If that makes sense. Assess the situation. Yeah. But as a, sur- in, in survival mode. Yeah. I okay. will allow that. Okay. So, 22. 22. That is a success. So you take a look around. It is dawn here in the circle of all now. You can more clearly see the carnage that has happened at the Bridge of Blossoms. And in the trees, you can also see what look like some druids who have some sort of authority. Um, And they come up to you and they announce themselves as guardians. So they are the Circle of Alls version of uh, Copper Mantles, and they are, they see that you have Gonleth, and they are wondering how they can help. They say that, you know, we can help carry you to where you need to be, or come up with another alternative, but we should be able to get you to the Rock Gear Crossing quickly. Okay, yeah, we want to do that. But also, he broke, how we fix him. (laughs) <laughs> uh well that well i was gonna say would be a great question for drew but she wrote rolled low um but anyway you've you've got help from uh a few guardians around you yeah there are as many guardians as there are people in your party so okay. if they needed to carry you to where you needed to be they one, one for one. There, there's enough for all of you. I'm going to, as I was doing this, like, I'm going to, like, take him, like, from shoulder to, like, prop him up, kind of, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to, like, weekend at Bernie's him, but, like, just kind of, like, hold him up so we can, so then Drew will, or whoever the Guardians can assess his situation. I'm strong like that. Okay, sweet. So that will bring us to Saf's turn. Saf, you have just seen what look like Amoferic completely disappear in front of you. And you see the bridge has been broken. You've seen big pieces of it are falling now into the river. Uh, the rock you're crossing itself, it sits lower to the river than the Bridge of Blossoms did. 
So the the distance between the bridge and the water is significantly less. It's not hundreds of feet up in the air. It's maybe a few dozen feet. But you see that one of the pillars that keeps the bridge up is starting to buckle. So the bridge, the, the rock you're crossing is made out of stone and brass, and there are clockwork mechanisms that are keeping things working in the bridge. It looks like it might also be a drawbridge of some sort. Sounds steampunk as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's Gizmoboro, baby. Okay. Um, so a pillar is giving way, you said. Starting to buckle. There are people um, on the bridge as well. You see some of them falling into the water. You see some of them up on the bridge. Is the, I'd like to find out if there's any way to stabilize this pillar, perhaps an investigation check, if I can stabilize it, sure. or if it's un, if I can't stabilize it, then I'm going to push it in the opposite direction away from the crowd of people. Uh, I'll let your investigation roll be the judge of that. Okay. Whoops, not a D100. Yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> that's a 17. No. Ooh, playing it. F- 17, 19. Ooh, okay, okay. Still a success. Cutting it close, but that's a success. Okay, so yeah, you see that the, the bridge, the way that it's buckling, um, Basically, there's uh, too much weight on it. One of the other support pillars has um, given way, and there's no way that this pillar is going to be able to hold this section of the bridge. But the way that the bridge is buckling, you feel like with uh, your arcane armor's help, you would be able to slow the fall enough that people would be able to, um, you know, brace for any impact. Like if I were to fly up to it and use my strength to kind of hold it in place while people evacuated properly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Your strength and, you know, the the thrusters from your suit as well. Plus I have um, something special for this. Uh magical strength so we'll we'll get to that on your next turn but you know what's happening with the bridge so now it's going to be drew's turn finally let me heal this dude uh i would like to magically jesus heal uh this man thank you are you using medicine i was but i crit myself I waited this okay. whole time. It's because I made the Jesus joke, isn't it? It's because I made the Jesus joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, inspiration, okay. don't we? Uh, inspiration doesn't let you re-roll. Yeah, it yes, does. it does. It, After, it, wait. it lets you roll with advantage. That's what I thought. Which, if you crit yourself, inspiration then you, basically... But uh, you can't... You I thought you couldn't decide to use it. I don't care if it happens before or after. You can do it now. It's fine. Okay, Jeff. 
Because I thought that was a rule. Like, you had to say it before you did it. You can't do it and then be like, oh, I have inspiration, and then, like, do it again. Okay. Man, who, who who pays attention to the rules? Pretty sure the rule book yeah. says that that's fine. I, I think it does, but... That's going to be a 26 using a medicine skill. <laughs> okay, that's a little more like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so ha- what specifically are you using to heal Gonoleth? Are you using... He, he's not dying, so you wouldn't have to use Spare the Dying. Are you using the Powdered Goodberry? Are you just healing him? I think the Goodberry would make him a little fucked up. That's not kind of what I'm trying to do. Um, That's right, it's Xanax. That's I also for, for me for later, so... <laughs> That's for me after this thing. I'm going to need that when this is done, so thank you. Um, no, but I do have Prayer of Healing, but that's for a bunch of people. Hold on. I have not False Life. Let's secure Wounds. I have that one. I knew I had some healing shit in here. Do they have a wound? You you go up to Gonoleth and um, track that you use that spell, too. Um, so you go up to Gonoleth, and after Scar puts him back on his feet, once the Guardians come up, and you, um, you know, you lay a hand on him and see how he's doing because, you know, you felt it, what he's feeling as well to a lesser extent. And so you know what specifically needs to be healed within him. And you, you heal him up real good. And he goes, oh, thank you, um, Drew. I was something terrible's happening. We, we need to get there now. Absolutely. Let's go. Aye, aye. Uh, which will bring us to Scar's turn. Scar. Gonoleth is now uh, upright. He's feeling better. You've got guardians with you as well. You've got options. What would you like to do to go and help? I mean, I feel like at this point, this is when Scar would take the fuck off and just go. Like, now that... You, you're going to run? I mean, I feel like that's what I would do, right? Is like, that's that's my shtick. I'm like... Scar save the day. Like that's I don't just smash. I'm like I my copper mantle training kicks in, right? That's cuz that's what I was for a really long time. I was a person that did shit. Like I helped in crisis situations, not that we ever face anything like that on this scale, but I have crisis management training, I feel like. Plus, do they I'm give a- that to cops? Uh, it, it, that is something that copper mantles receive. Yes, crisis management. It's one of the first. In this world, they do. <laughs> crisis management is ongoing. You need to get continuing education credits for it as a copper mantle. And I feel Gold like mantles because, need to go through all of them. Yeah, mm. I feel like because I was vying for the golden mantle position, I would have been like top of my class, like, always doing that extra training shit, picking up those, you know, extra certifications to, like, you know, I have to be the best. really good at running. I have a lot of, I have a lot of, uh, you know, abandonment issues, and I try (laughs) to make up for that by, uh, (laughs) as an orphan. Running really fast. Yeah, uh, being the best at all the things, which is not very much unlike my real self. So, so, so you're going to try to run, past that? <laughs> run, run as fast as you can. Well, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess like I'm going to, is it, would it be athletics or dexterity or like, what am I doing like to get to this fucking bridge? I mean, you're, you're trying to be athletics. 
You're trying to run 10 miles as quickly as possible. Yo, I got a plus 12 to athletics. I'm just saying. Like, I'm going to do this shit. She run real fast. <laughs> you only need to roll a four. Yeah, roll athletics. I don't know why I would think that you would want to do dexterity for this when you have a 12 to athletics. But yeah, I know how this works. Believe me, audience. Trust me. I know how this works. So I rolled a 10, so that's 22. <laughs> Okay, so Gonleth is feeling better, and he sees he notices that you put him down, and so he kind of gets a the gist of what you're trying to do, and uh, he casts haste on you <laughs> as he says we need to go. Um, as he sees you starting to bolt, and you you take off, you're going faster than you've ever run before, but you're able to keep up with. The, the branches and all of the undergrowth and everything that is happening with just the landscape around you, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get there qu- pretty quickly. You're not gonna get there immediately. I feel like that scene in it in the last Twilight movie when she becomes a vampire and she's running through the forest for the first time and every like she's running so fast, but because her senses are so heightened. Like, she can see everything that's going on in the forest around her, and it, like, slows down so that she doesn't hit branches, and she can see, like, and hear everything. Like, that's what's happening to me right now. I can't believe we just made a Twilight reference on this podcast. Yeah, thank you all for listening to the Legends of Lanamore podcast. (laughs) This is going to be the last episode. (laughs) We have to go. Listen. Um, Don't make fun of me. Um, but yeah, it is, it is similar to that where your senses are heightened. It's like, uh, in Limitless, let's go with Bradley Cooper. So that, that, that is what it's like. You are running super fast. You're not going to get there immediately, but you are going to get there quickly. That's success. Drew, it is your turn. Well, I have been looking through all my shit. I was thinking, I was like, maybe I have something that'll make me go fast. I don't have any fast anything in here. Um, okay. So. So you're there with Gonolith, Asla, Sokoba, Karen, all the guardians. Uh, Face step will only take her 30 feet. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I thought about it, and I was like, that's like nothing. What a, like, dumb move. Um, Quick question. Is there any form of vehicle? And when I say vehicle, it does not have to be motorized. Just anything that I could ride upon that would make me go faster. There are some of the guardians that are there um, are Are they going to turn into horses or something? No, they're in in wild shape. Some of them are. Um, Some of them are birds. Some of them are like gazelles. She is going to ride on a horse. (laughs) Like, is there a Okay, so they can wild shape. What's like the nice way to ask someone if I can ride them? <laughs> can I look at one of the guardians and be like, can you, like one of the ones that either is in wild shape, like is there one near me specifically? I cannot wait to hear the polite way to ask a druid if you can ride them. Listen, like- <laughs> here's the thing. I have a plus seven to persuasion <laughs> and I plan on using it this turn. There are multiple guardians around you, yes. Okay, I'm going to look at one and be like... Some of which are in wild shape. I'm going to look at one of them and be like, would you 
no, okay. I'm only one. <laughs> Be like, okay, I really, uh, I would, I don't know the proper way to ask this, and and I would figure it out. But we're kind of in a dire situation. Can one of you transform into something that can pick me up and take me where I need to be, like a really big bird? Either that or be really cool with me riding on top of you for like a minute. <laughs> and that's going to be my persuasion. <laughs> okay. That's why like I can't wait to hear what type of way you ask. So can I, I ride probably on you? like to be picked up. I do not. Drew does not like the idea of having to do that and then getting off of said horse and then being like, thanks, man. Like, Unless it's Asla, <laughs> who's like, yeah, hop on my back, girl. Like, <laughs> Listen, I'd be okay with that. Okay, that's going to be... 14 plus 7 is... 21. 21. That's enough. 21. Uh, yeah, one of the guardians steps up and one of the ones that was already wild-shaped into, actually, the gazelle. Uh, and they say, oh, yeah, I mean, would you prefer to be carried or would oh, you want Oh, much prefer to be carried. Much prefer, oh, if that's okay. Okay, and you see the gazelle kind of shake and it looks like the fur just kind of transitions into feathers and it is a giant owl. Ah, that's amazing! This is like her fucking mind. (laughs) That's some spooky shit. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh my god. Just to tone down for a second. This is obviously a crisis, but like. Okay. Uh. So they (laughs) flap their wings a few times, and then you. They're like, okay, okay, just, just stay right there. I'll, I'll put your arms out. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Drew puts her arms out and um, the owl picks you up underneath uh, by each arm in its talons um, and you're flying you're flying this is so Drew's fucking... really happy right now I get that that's fucked up <laughs> this is so fucking Lord of the Rings eagle bullshit I love it I'm into it anyway enjoy running there bye listen I'm fucking fast I don't need to. I am a gazelle. I became one. <laughs> Did I skip Saf's turn? Yes. yes. Too bad. I'm already gone. Why didn't you all stop me? Because <laughs> Drew is in the middle of freaking out about an owl. We forgot. Okay. No order. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Saf. Saf, it's your turn. Um. <laughs> so you, uh, you know what you need to do to keep this bridge from buckling, this section of the bridge from buckling quickly and abruptly and throwing people off of it. Yeah, so I'm going to use an athletics check to... Bold? I was just going to say, bold. (laughs) (laughs) To try and stabilize this pillar for long enough for people to evacuate the area properly. I feel like it has to be strength. And it has... Athletics is a strength. Oh, I guess so. That feels weird. Okay, roll me an athletics check then to try and slow this section of bridge falling and let people get off uh, safely. Oof, I would like to use my inspiration to roll for advantage. Um, (laughs) Okay. Slightly better. Um, um, Do I get anything? 
extra from here. Your athletics bonus. <laughs> They're like, no, past that, actually. Okay. Anything else. <laughs> I would, uh, let's see. Hero points are two per. And you all only I would get like one to use, inspiration. I would, yeah, I already used my inspiration. <laughs> so I would like to use roll? four hero points. That's a pad you rolled again? Oh my With god. Advantage. How low did you roll? I rolled an eight and an eleven. That's so bad. Um, so yeah. Why, okay, we, you, you want to use eight All you need to do is get it to points. fourteen. So why wouldn't you? Or four fifteen. But I would really like. I would really right. like to succeed. I mean, um, just as so long as you hit sixteen, you succeed. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's six, so, It's not like a you know a nat twenty type. So yeah. bring two hero points would bring me to fifteen, and then I'm can expend a charge on my magical strength to add my intelligence modifier bonus, which is plus two. So that would be a 17. Okay. Um, so, Saf, you fly down and you've, you see that the, the bridge is starting to buckle more, this section is. And you, real quick, you, in, you, in, you, you get up underneath the bridge and you're pushing up against it with the, the XO and it... it doesn't seem like it's going to be enough. And then you just, you dig deep, you divert powers to the thrusters away from the shields and you uh, are able to hold it up right there. And it very slowly lurches its way down instead of crashing down what it looked like it was going to do. Can I yell at the same time? Get a move on people. Yeah, you can you can hear that. You you see you get the bridge to fall on a, a pretty large rock that's in the middle of the river. So the people are going to be on this rock, but they're not in the river, which is good. Um, you you hear some like whoa as like the bridge section starts to lurch, but as everyone gets off the bridge, you know the the whole structure finally gives way with like a hiss as some steam reservoir inside this pillar has given way and now it is uh, in the river itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that is a success. That is your sixth success. Man, I should have made this target higher, huh? Well, I mean, I guess Saf did almost fail and Drew technically did fail and y'all only have one inspiration. Star's got the only one who's got inspiration left. So we'll (laughs) see. But speaking Mm -hmm. of Scar, Scar, you're running real fast. You, this is taking course over a few minutes, I think, that you've run. So I'm going to say that in the time that Saf had, was able to let this bridge section go slowly and make sure that everyone was off of this section, Scar and Drew are able to separately make their way over in the amount of time that it took that to happen. Hell yeah indeterminate amount of time. I'm not going to say because I... It's been a few minutes. Um, So, Scar, what would you like to do? You're here. You see that there are people in the... that were on a section of the the crossing, now on some stones in the river. Uh, This portion of the river is pretty fast moving. You see some unfortunate people that are in the river here as well. 
some people are getting swept away. Some people have made it to shore and others, it, it looks like they are struggling from other sections of the bridge itself. So where there were multiple pillars spanning the mile across the river, Saf was able to save one, the, the largest section. But there are people from other sections and other pillars that are either stranded or in the water, it looks like. I guess I'm going to do athletics again and try to get the people that are in the water. Okay. Uh, you see that there's a section of the the bridge where it collapsed closer to the Circle of All, where there are some people uh, in the water at the base of this pillar. All right. I'm going to get to them and get them out, I guess. Is there a way that I could, like, push... Push like, create the river. my own bridge? Not push the river. Like, push, like, a rock to make it so that they can get onto it. Kind of like a, make it a bridge type uh, shit. Like a rock or a tree or something from the circle of all sides yeah. to help the people. Uh, yeah. Me a... I'll say roll me a nature or an investigation to figure out if there's anything around to help. And then next turn you can do the athletics to try and do it. Okay. So let's do... Fuck. Roll the nine. Uh, plus two is eleven. So I'm going to use three hero points to make it a seventeen. So you get to the point where the rock you're crossing met the circle of all. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like there was much destruction on this side of the river. There are a group of druids at the edge of what was once the bridge in wild shape, pulling on a thick hempen rope. Other civilians are on the banks of the river, pulling people and animals alike to shore. So it looks like the circle of all has got their side handled, but no one is addressing the people who are stuck out on that pillar. And you see that there's a tree that's tall enough that it should reach um, if you're able to fell it quickly enough. Um, Because it it looks like some of the people are starting to lose their grip on the rocks. It's slippery. It's it's metal and, you know, smooth, polished stone. So um, they're going to need some something to grab onto and you think you've found something that can do that. So that's another success. That's going to take us to Saf's turn, now that I'm doing the correct order. (laughs) Because I should have mentioned the people in the water before, but you saw that this section of the bridge was the most pressing thing at the time when you got here. It was the first thing that you saw moving when the amopheric vision, illusion dematerialized. You saw that was the first thing. And so now that you've had some time, you see that there are people in the water, there are people on the rocks nearby, and this is where you are. Basically, um, the, the section of the, the bridge that you were holding up has collapsed into the river and there are people, some people in the river. So what would you like to do? All right. Since this is a fast moving river, I would like to prioritize whoever seems to be in the most danger mm-hmm. and basically pick them up and get them, fly them to safety on the shore cool on either side whichever okay so how are you going to do that i guess and can i sleight of hand them 
like scoop. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yay! Yeah, pluck him from the river. <laughs> Plucked from the river. Okay. Did you just dump a bunch of points into sleight of hand again yes. because of what I let you do in Into Depths and Darkness? Yes. Which you can find now on novistudio.io <laughs> in our shop. Get it for free by the purchase of $20 or more. That's a 26. Okay. You managed to spot the people that uh, seem to be struggling the most here. You, you see some... Uh, some people that are uh, in in the rapids here in the fast moving part of the river, you're able to swoop in and get them up on this rock formation of the people that you uh, had saved from the previous section of bridge that fell. And you do it. You, you go back and forth a few times. You're doing this repeatedly, just going in and plucking people out of the river. So I'll say you're doing this as other things are happening. Mm-hmm. And that'll bring us to Drew's turn. Drew, you're here uh, in the talons of an e- uh, an owl. Sorry. Um, okay, so quick question. Are we doing the scale challenge thing where we can only use, like, we can't use the same skill twice? I don't care if you use the same skill twice or not. So long as you're getting the job done, you do it. Okay, cool. So, uh, since I arrive on the scene and I am a cleric, uh, I figure I do a prayer of healing, which is supposed to heal groups of people. Um... So I guess I'm generally also like running around providing medical care. Um, okay, on the circle of all side. I mean, to anyone who needs it, but I guess wherever I'm needed most, like it, wherever, like the safest places where people where, where the hurt people are gathering, that's where I. You see, on on your approach, because you're on the circle of all side, um, you know, the distance between the two sides is about a mile wide, but you immediately okay. see that there are people being brought on shore on the circle of all side. Okay. And they are, it's people being pulled from the river and people who, you know, are have been brought back from being nearly drowned or, um, you know, they're just... Um, Exhausted from you know the uh, fighting against the river for so long. Spare. I also know spare the dying is a bonus action. Um, so I think like just in general, I'd be on the circle of all side, kind of healing and stabilizing people. Okay. Uh, roll me a medicine check then. Ooh. Nineteen. Okay, that's a success. Yeah. Uh, so you you see that there are people who the, the druids are pulling over and they're you know doing a fine job. Most of the druids are going back to help more people who are in more dire need. But of the ones that are sitting on shore, you kind of wave the druids away and say, "Go help more people, get more people out of the river." And you start to you start just healing everyone around. Some people who may be close to death, you cast spare the dying on. It's cantrip, so it's free. You cast Prayer of Healing, and you, you, you're you basically going through and making sure that everyone's cool here. Everyone's good. Um, Not yet. I'm kidding. I'm making a joke. No. So, yeah, you're, you're, and you continue to do that as Saf is, you know, moving people to and fro. Um, but what is Scar doing? Scar going to push this tree, make a bridge. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. I mean, that's what I want. That's like, I want to get those people that are stranded out in the river. 
and you said there's a tree. Yep. So athletics. <laughs> yep. Athletics. Or anything else that you think would work. Nah, it's gotta be athletics. It's this is I, a straight up plus straight up athletics tree. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's a nat twenty. <laughs> Thirty-two. You know yeah. what? That'll do it. Uh, yeah, that's a success. You, I flipped you the whole this... fucking tree across the river. <laughs> yeah, you you don't even bother pushing the trunk. You just you get Kick underneath the roots and you just uh, and just pull <laughs> and the the tree, the whole main root system of the tree just pulls right out of the earth in oh, your adrenaline rush. I was about to say, are these druids like, oh my god. <laughs> I just decapitated their friend. Like, <laughs> No, see, you kept the roots intact. That's what's important. Oh, The roots are intact. That's why. That's fair. I didn't break it. I just I mean, lifted the roots out yeah. so that they're showing. I get what and you're saying. And it's, you know, for helping others. You relocated it. The, <laughs> the, the tree comes down with it. That's it screaming. You heard it as it as it um, comes down and it's bows. The the canopy hits the water and it hits strikes right near enough to the stone uh, pillar, stone and metal pillar. Fuck! Why'd you do that to me? And then the water is also yelling, "Yeah, what the fuck!" Like. But uh, enough of the branches are close enough that these these people that were stranded are able to grab onto the branches and they start, um, you know, you can see them visibly relax as they start to make their way up the trunk of the tree. I helped. <laughs> uh, excellent. See, Sad. I can use my destruction powers for good. <laughs> for good. Not just busting through walls. <laughs> uh, Saf, it is your turn now. Okay. Um, so you're still continuing to pluck people out of the river. You've got maybe a dozen by this point. By the time you you just saw this tree topple down too over on the circle ball side, you're kind of in the middle of the river. So, I mean, are there still more people in the river that need saving? You've gotten just about everyone uh, in this area that you've seen that was struggling against the current. Uh, you know. In, in, in the water and all that. So yeah, you, you're, you're pretty good. You've got just about everyone here. So, and you see that on the other pillar that's been taken care of by Scar. You do notice that they're... What's your passive perception? <laughs> Ooh, uh, 11. Not as high as Drew's. <laughs> okay, well, you... that That's good enough because you, you see that... Um, so there were three main pillars that were keeping the cross the the rock gear crossing up. So the the second pillar, calling the second pillar the one that you saved all the people on Sap. The third pillar is the one that Scar just dropped the tree to. On the first pillar, the one that's closest to Gizmoboro, Sap, you see that there is some sort of pressure release that has just happened over on the second pillar. It looks like the when the pillar there broke, it shore off in a way that compromised the integrity of the whatever mechanism is keeping the um, 
the pillar itself working in working order when it was full and you know in in its when it was complete basically there is some mechanism that now there is a a pressure release that's happening and you in your artificer's knowledge kind of know that there's there might be something wrong extreme mechanical failure um do your artificing do (laughs) (laughs) um okay so absolutely in character absolutely in character (laughs) artifice it yeah i just yeah i just pushed a tree down and i'm like i did my thing you do your artificing thing do your job (laughs) can i tell what would happen if this were to fall or no i guess um can i tell if it's gonna fall in general uh it, it's not it, this isn't like a falling situation this is like a is there going to be an explosive event happen mm-hmm. me and emily are, different yeah, we just had the same like whoa reaction <laughs> <laughs> you 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 I guess you heard it first. It was like a pop and a hiss, and you can see that there is some sort of gas or pressure releasing inside of this pillar. And you know, in the back of your mind, there could be an explosive event. Okay. Um, like, do you know, I... this, is, this is something like act first, ask questions later type of thing. All right. Um, since... I'm an artificer, and since I'm from Gizmoboro, would I know how these bridges were built so that I can try and, like, is there a pressure release valve that I can uh, flip or turn? Roll me a history check. I was going to say, the chances that your family are the ones that made this bridge are high, I feel like. <laughs> uh, listen, the, the Thornburns were potion makers. They were not uh, pneumatic actuarial artificers. You're right, they just donated oh, the money to, the, to build yeah, the bridge. Potion Listen, not every they funded the bridge. Thornburn yes. is a potion person. I will remind you of Lottie. Is she a rogue? They she don't build, build bridges. Bridge either. What is a poison if not a po- <laughs> potion? Mm. I'm just saying not all Thornburns are part of the family business. <laughs> that sounds scary. <laughs> It's like the Thornburns are the mob, like, basically. That's a 23. Okay, did you use any... Yeah, I guess you didn't use any of your hero points then. No, I just have a really good history. Good. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you see this depressurization happen, and you go, oh, shit, and you because you know that these bridges are... It's the pressure within these pillars themselves. The pillars are a lot smaller than you would think that they would need to be for a bridge because it's the pressure itself that's keeping the bridge up. It's like the opposite of a suspension bridge. It's a hydraulic bridge. And so when... A compression bridge. That made sense. It would fit better. That's what... <laughs> My stupid brain. Makes Did you sense. say compression? Yeah. A compression bridge? Yeah, it's a it's a compression bridge. bridge. It's a compression yeah. bridge. Why y'all get silent? Like that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I, 
I did it mostly because I thought it was funny because everyone else was silent. But no, it's a compression bridge. I also thought you said it's a depression bridge. So I was like, what? I mean, it is now. (laughs) Now it's a depression bridge. Anyway, you know this is a a compression bridge. So the the hydraulics actually keep the bridge up. It's not that it's sitting on top of stone. It's being pushed up by the hydraulics. So you know that if there's a depressurization happening, that this thing needs to be more rapidly depressurized. Otherwise, it's going to go explosive. And so you you go over there and you see one of the valves that you know is th- this is critical and you you look around for a second and the the needles going up higher and higher and higher and it's almost to the red and then you find the depressurization valve and you hit it with your fist and it whirs off of the uh this the housing that it's on And you zoom away as quick as you can because you know that a rapid depressurization, while it is an explosive, it is a lot. Uh, And it looks like a jet or a rocket has just taken off as out of that valve comes all of this pressurized gas. And so there's a, a thick fog or mist that just comes pouring out over the river. You can see it from the circle of all side, uh, Drew and Scar. Um, but you see Saf fly, flying away from it. And Saf, as you got a little closer to this, you saw that there were a bunch of people on the base of the pillar as well. They were safe, but if there had been an explosive event, they would not have been. Okay. So that is where, so, so you know that there are people there that are going to need to get got, but um, they're safe for right now. And that will gotcha. bring us to Drew's turn. All right. Drew, you can um, finish out this skill challenge or give us the first failure. Um, okay, so the thing that looks like I'm a ferret, is that gone at this point? Mm-hmm. Can I see if I sense any magical energy still remaining here? Like, can I use Arcana? Yes. To, like, feel the vibes? <laughs> A vibes check? Yes, yes, please do. Okay. Vibes check. It's going to be a nat 20. Do I have to add something to it? Okay. Or still, even though I rolled a nat 20. Uh, yeah, add your whatever. Just, just give me that true number. 24. I have a plus four to Arcana. Okay. So you so you succeed. Everything is fine. Uh, you've, you've completed the skill challenge. We you did it! reach skill out. Skill challenge! Well, hey, let me, do, let, me, let me describe it. We did it. God. I'm just being. Get, I can be happy. You can't be happy. Because, Drew, you, you had that right at the crack of dawn. You felt ill, basically, because. You know, just like Gunwath said at the end of last episode, it, it's like something was wrong. Something is going to happen. There is going to be some sort of spirit release. You felt it. You knew that's what it was. As you look around and you see things have quieted down, you feel fine. And you reach out with this, you know, budding um, knowledge of 
uh, spirits, basically, that you've kind of made a connection with in the circle of all, and you don't sense that feeling anymore, which is good because there isn't going to be a spirit release. It looks like you've saved, you know, just about everyone that you could have saved. Okay. And I don't feel like any lingering magic or anything from where Amaferic was or quote unquote Amaferic or whatever, where this was. You, you sense some latent illusion magic, just like Saf did. Um, I think this might be the first time that you sensed it, okay. but it would confirm what Saf had felt already. I, I, I'm going to voice the question out loud, but like, because Drew was born in a shade pocket, does she have some sort of like, like she, that's, would she be able to tell that there was a rip in the shade if there was one? That's a good question. Thank mm, you. Would, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't the would keepers like to know? <laughs> that's what yes, I'm saying. There's got to be some sort of advantage to her being like, you know, uh, what's the, what are you? I forget Shady. the name. What? Eladrin. Shady. <laughs> Eladrin, that's the word. She's an Eladrin. Shady. Um, Because she was... Eladrin are born in either Fae or Shade Pocket, so it's one or the other. But there's no known correlation between being born in Eladrin and having any knowledge of uh, the Fae or Shade Pockets. That doesn't mean that Drew doesn't feel yeah, it, though. That's, that's the what they would like though. to know. Yeah, I'm not asking the lore keepers what they know. What do I know as Drew? I've been just I was born a in a shade pocket, <laughs> and I was in a shade pocket like recently. on purpose recently, and now I'm standing in front of what could be maybe a shade pocket. Or the question rip. is, do I have more insight on what this illusion? Where this illusion magic is, do I have any insight on maybe there being some form, like a rip or a shade, something happening here? Is the veil thin? I will allow you to make a supplemental arcana check for that. Okay. You ever rolled a natural 20 before? That was rough. That was specifically for to see if Amaferic was there, if there was latent magic there. Okay. I'm going to roll an arcana. And did natural twenty? I swear to God, it's like pick me. Like I yeah. don't, I can't. Pick I know it, this doesn't mean anything, helps. but like, oh my God, I cannot believe I just did that again. <laughs> tell me, roll me another nat twenty, and I'll tell you everything you want to know about the, the dice. Do it right now. Roll me another me. nat twenty. <laughs> the dice um, said, "Tell her." Yo, roll it again just to uh, see no, if you get another just one. Call the bluff. I, call the bluff. Call it. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Uh, that's a five, but you still have to tell me. <laughs> yeah. I just heard um, my dice isn't loaded. You you don't uh, sense any shade pocket or shade rip. Like, was there is there any shade involved? Is, is what there any I was shade asking. involved? Is the veil thin? I'm being serious. Like, do I feel the other side? E- e- that's not the nature of. I know, the but shade. like, you, I'm trying to like explain. The no, I know what I'm you're trying for. Okay. to say. I mean, and you're saying no. You, it, no, it does not feel that way. Okay. okay. As long as you understand what I'm trying to say, and you're saying no, yeah, that's Max fine. I'm just trying to clarify. 
even even though you didn't like Maxine particularly well, you did. She did pique your interest when she would talk about going into the shade like that, and the way she described it, it wasn't like a. Oh, uh, the veil was so thin. It was like when you were close to the shade rip, it was like you just felt weird. And when you went into it, you felt different too. Is that your Maxine voice? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds so you're like saying a girl I don't from the feel- valley. Like- <laughs> you're saying I don't feel that? No, she she was saying that when you went through into the shade from a shade rip, it was more like passing through a curtain and less like a I have stepped through a magical field. Like it wasn't a it was more of a physical change rather than a magical change. I get you. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be able to detect that is what you're saying. Yeah, it's just that's what I mean by it's not the nature of the way that the shade and the material plane interact. It's more like it. walking through like an actual physical door that's right there and going into a different space rather than it Correct. is yeah. magical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is more what it's like. Question. With that role that she made specifically about that, would uh-huh. that other, the second Nat 20, would she be able to tell because just because the shade itself and and ripping into the shade and stepping into it doesn't give off any sort of magical vibe that doesn't mean that the blade that is used to do it isn't giving off some sort of magic because it has to it's a magical blade so would she be able to pick up that magic if it was used like so not that's what I'm saying. You made a magic check. You made an arcana check. There would, if if a shade ripper was used in this scenario, that particular magic should have been able to be detected. I would say I'm, I'm harping that, way too much on this. <laughs> no, I know. I get you. I, I know what you're. I know what you, I, I know what you all are trying to do. Um, <laughs> I will say that you might have been able to get those vibes had you attuned to a shade ripper. Mm-hmm. Maxine wouldn't even let me look at it. I was just going to say, don't they still have them? They they have them, but they are attuned to them. You can't have multiple people oh, attuned I to a shade ripper. Mean. That's true. Um, can I, I still feel like Drew would have been like, let me study this dope-ass knife like, you got. I feel like I would Listen, be like... You, you did not tell me that that is what you did during your I downtime. Know. I told you all that you were in contact with these people. I know, and I should have. I didn't think about it, and you're absolutely let, right. That is I'd something I should have done then. Anything that you wanted, and Scar It's on my played, list. Listen, I'm going to call Maxine. Scar played Zuff and one of those Giros. Scar didn't uh, just play Zuff and Giros. Scar got to know her other characters very uh-huh. well. Like, the uh, other people that... Nicole's characters got to know each other very yes. well. And I specifically said <laughs> that Drew hated Maxine, so, like, there's... Yeah. Which is fair, she would. Yeah. Drew made a basically lizard folk office space. Got her own secretary <laughs> really and everything. And and her bone she just got a, a fancy place to put her chair. Yeah. That was what was important to Drew. And then Safina and built Saf her. did something productive and made an exo. I'm pretty um, sure I learned draconic or some shit too. Yeah, Saf did. also didn't contact her family, so <laughs> okay, I will call Maxine and be like, "Give me one of those knives later." It's on my list. You you just on on your shelf phone. You just real real quick. Hey, get me one of those knives. 
Bye. Yeah. She's gonna go pick one up at the store um, and send it to you. Like, can can I do something? Yes. Yep. Sorry, I'm I'm done roasting my players <laughs> and their downtime activities. Um, it's okay. It's not a roast for me. Um, so with this latent illusion magic, can I cast identify on it? Identify only works on an object, right? You have to hold. I was like, don't you have to hold it? Can I touch where the illusion magic is lingering? In Will the that air? help? <laughs> you want to touch no. the air? <laughs> Waft it. No, unfortunately, that's not how identify works. I let you all just do inspiration whenever you wanted, but I'm not going to let you identify <laughs> just air. The air. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. That's where I put my foot down. You can't identify <laughs> At least we the know air. It's somewhere. Well, can't she do the same thing that she did at the other bridge where she had Andy kind of reconstruct what happened? Um, maybe she can see, maybe she can, because she actually witnessed it as well as Andy assessing the situation, maybe she can see where the illusion came from. Um, let me ask Saf, what are you trying to gain from that knowledge? And maybe I can tell you what you can try. Like, who cast it, probably. Um, I would like to determine whether or not someone had cast, like, something like Major Image. Uh, or something know, similar to that. Like a particular spell. Yeah, um, it's really hard to track magic in that way. Much like with the Shade Ripper, you have you would have had to be attuned to know like kind of what that latent Shade Ripper magic looks like. It's like if you were not the one who cast the spell, like if it's not in your spell history, your spell cookies, you know, <laughs> like you know where you've cast haste last time. You know you cast haste over here. You can kind of you've got an innate knowledge of where you cast your spells, your own spells, but you don't really have knowledge of where other people cast their spells. It's like there's a firewall. Not a not an actual firewall. But does that make sense? Like, that's just the nature of magic here. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, I know it was a long shot. Just wanted to... Had to check. No, yeah, but I mean, like, wouldn't, wouldn't Saf be able to do... What she did at the other bridge with the weird, like Andy's reconstruction of the scene, mm-hmm. but all but because she actually witnessed part of it herself, there's more to the story, and maybe because it happened, there's less time between when it happened than there was before. There's more that she can glean from doing that, like where it actually originated from. Andy has the files, Saf, when you were coming over, because you had her do that analysis at the Bridge of Blossoms. I feel like you you probably, uh, Andy, her, themselves, actually started recording when they saw what matched at the Bridge of Blossoms. So she's got that, or keep gendering this AI. They have, they have those records downloaded, basically. Okay. So you I can review like to, those later. I would like to 
tune into that real quick and see if in my flight toward Amoferic, um, if I can scan the video for <laughs> uh, something that looks like a shade rip, I guess. Okay. Enhance. Roll me. Enhance. <laughs> roll me investigation, please. Enhance. Enhance. Uh, eighteen. You don't see anything that looks like what um, Pax, Maxine, and Tora described as a shade rip. You do notice that there's something weird on the Gizmaburo side of the bridge. Go on. It, appe- it appears that there is a figure who is moving in the same way that Amoferic is. Enhance. You go pay attention. This is important. I am. Look. <laughs> Listen, you're telling us some weird shit. What the fuck? I, what you, there's yeah. like a person? Like he's moving the same way, like throwing? Humanoid? Uh, it's a humanoid, yeah. Humanoid figure. Humanoid size. Moving in the exact same way Amoferic is. And what does this humanoid look like? The image isn't uh, as good as Enhance. you would hope. There's no way to like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bigger. <laughs> uh, the, the closer and closer you get, the greenier it gets. If you be, if the bigger you make it, the less it, it's more like you need to like uh what's the word? Not enhance, but like there's a word Dehance. that I can't remember. <laughs> is this person is this humanoid it's just making the amoferic motions while standing next to people? Or are they kind of off to the side? They seem like they're off to the side. Does it look like in the footage that anybody notices them? It's kind of hard to tell from this distance. You can't really make out faces and eye lines. I feel like we need to go to the Gizmoboro side and ask some questions. Someone had to have seen this. I would like to go to exactly where I saw that figure standing or doing the actions in the video. I would like to fly to that exact spot. Are you going by yourself or are you taking everyone else with you? Pick me up. I pick up (laughs) Drew. I feel like I would be the one that you would, well, no, that's fair. Where's Um, my owl? Okay, yeah, she got the she got the owl. Uh, the owl's there. The guardian's there. Uh, th- another guardian has shown up by now too, and uh, is like, hey, do you want to? Do you want to ride too? And like points a feather at Scar. Uh, is there any way for me to get across by myself, like jumping and climbing or something, or no? Can I like, park the just, Can I park? Were, no, honestly, parkour. Like <laughs> the, no, the 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 pillars themselves are too far apart. I mean, I'm heavy. That's all. I'm, I don't want to put any strain on these poor things. This is a big, big bird. It's all a right. giant, giant owl. All right, Tolkien, take me to with the eagles. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, so you all get to the other side. Uh, as you get to the Gizmoboro side of the bridge, you see a golden mantle issuing orders among the rubble of the demolished rock gear crossing. They're directing the copper mantles and civilians in the area to move the wreckage and search for survivors as they themselves hoist huge beams that once worked some mechanism of the bridge. 
they're wearing their ceremonial brass full plate, including helm. It looks like they were caught on the way to or from a parade as their armor is highly polished. They turn to you as you land and gesture for your help in moving one of the larger beams off a battered cart. That's scars. Good. Thing. Yeah, I was literally, I was literally just going to be like, I. These are my, these are my like people, right? Like these are who I spent a lot of time with. So like, even though I'm not a mantle anymore that mindset is still there. And so when mm-hmm. I see fellow mantles in like this type of situation, I feel like that shit just kicks in straight away. That's like my natural state of being. So obviously I'm going to go and help them. Uh, roll me in athletics, please. 13 plus 12 is 25. Okay. Uh, you go up to the uh, golden mantle and they heave and ho and you heave and ho as well and you get this beam off this cart um you see that it's uh there uh, there was someone trapped inside and they needed help getting out and the the mantle turns to you do i know who this golden mantle is you 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 wouldn't know who it is um i mean it could be anyone why wouldn't i know they've got their helm on it's ken it's ken and you met him at one time at sleepaway cop camp no, it was it's more, <laughs> it's more it's, like... So the uh, they're wearing specific armor. It's their ceremonial brass armor. Oh, so okay. it's, yeah, so it covers their... Yeah. It covers the face. It, it's all golden mantles look the same when they wear it, except for height differences. It's, you know, that type of armor. Like, it's, it is used for very specific purposes. You don't wear it all the time. That type of thing. So the mantle turns to you and says, thanks for your help. It's great that you all got here. Hey, were you the, the were, were you responsible for that, that pillar that went, but didn't explode? Talking to you there. I, short stuff. Well, is, cause I, I would have flown directly to where I saw that figure on the footage. Is that where this cart is? No, it's a little ways off. But as you landed, you saw what was going on, and you you saw that people were mulling about. And then Scar ran over and immediately got like full cop. So we had to like kind of be like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> like we were like this person was like, "Come help!" Immediately like pulled us into that, and we needed to talk to people anyway. So I'm assuming we we're nearby that spot, but not like exactly in it. Yeah, you're yeah. you're close. So. I went to the exact spot, but I'm not landing because I would like to try and see if there are any footprints made. Uh, uh, okay, roll me an investigation with disadvantage, please. There's been a lot of traffic through here. I thought you said they were off to the side. They were off to the side, but ever since everything popped off, there's been a lot of back and forth of people moving around. 16. Okay. You see a set of prints that might be who you're looking for. If this, if you, your hunch is correct and you think that this is some sort of magic user, there's some soft soled prints nearby. Um, All right. I'd like to scan those prints and determine their shoe size and about how tall they would be. <laughs> All this while, this mantle is asking you questions. 
I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy asked you a question and you just left? <laughs> well, I went, I feel like we, we crossed paths, but I went to that location and you went to the cart. That's no, what's happening No, we landed, this guy was like, help. And like, then Scar was like, helping, like, immediately went to go help. Yeah, and Scar this guy that. was like, cool, thanks. Hey, are you the one that fixed that thing? And you were like, like, <laughs> just <laughs> fucked right off, huh? He was standing there and went, okay. I guess I, I point after staff and I'm like, well, she did. She's kind <laughs> of on a hunch right now. Please ignore her. She's not usually this rude. That's, that's what happens sometimes. You know, this, a lot has happened here this morning. I mean, it, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm glad to see those like you here helping. This is a horrible tragedy that has happened. That monstrosity taking down this bridge. And I hear reports that the Bridge of Blossoms is down as well. Yeah, we came from there. It's actually... Thankfully, we were able to save more here than we were at the Bridge of Blossoms. It's not looking good over there either. Quick question. Um, when you were here, were you here right at the beginning when all of this went down? Or, or did you not come over till later? We heard the cacophony and we came as soon as we could. It was horrible. It sounded like there was a, an earthquake or an avalanche or something. And this isn't a place where you see earthquakes or avalanches. Did you actually so see? So we came as quickly as we could. Did you actually see the monstrosity? Uh, the survivors talked about what they saw, and they said it was a, a huge statue. Um, some said that they had seen something similar in the archives, but there aren't many that would be in both places. It's uncommon to see something like that. It's not something you easily forget, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to assume this guy showed up after, so he didn't see the actual thing. That, no, that's the vibe you're getting. They they, okay. they said that they got here and they were, um, you know, just helping as soon as they got here. Okay. And that's kind of the the general feel that you get. You see that they're uh, where on the Druid side, they kind of brought people to shore and they were, um, you know, helping as best they could with, you know, poultices and, um, you know, giving what aid they could in the form of healing magic um here there are mantles this is more this is more of a organized response there are you know tents set up and there are uh clerics who are seeing the people there are you know people who are moving the rubble trying to clear the the bridge as soon as possible um getting any demolished building because there are some buildings that are pretty close here on this side um getting those safely torn down and um getting people away and all that stuff. There are people with food, people with water, helping the civilians that are around this area that have been displaced by this destruction. Are there any, like, are there any survivors around that I can see? Anyone in a shiny blanket? Uh, yeah, there's someone by in a shiny blanket nearby. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Uh, I am... Eric. Um, so I'm going to actually walk around and uh, I'm just going to make sure everyone's chill. That's cool. 
By all means, Throw be. Out those healings, healing vibes. I feel like this person needs it. We need as much <laughs> help as we can get. One. Please. Please, help. Um, I'm going to go up to this person and be like, um, Hi, I am Andrew. I am a cleric. Are you hurt? <laughs> She's not a doctor. She's doing her best. Um, <laughs> you come up to a... It's a tabaxi. That's it. We haven't seen tabaxi in a while. Hell yeah. <sighs> They're shaking, shivering. Uh, they're wet. They got pulled out of the water. They look okay. like a sad cat. Can I actually have like tea in a thermos or something at this point? Like now it's kind of settled. Yeah, you everything had settled. You you know felt that there were no spirits that were going to be released. You made some tea. You've got it. No. Okay, so I I'm gonna hand them a cup of tea and be like, <laughs> oh, they don't like tea. No, they're, they're shivering. Okay. I was like, oh no. Uh, I'm going to hand them a cup of tea and be like, here for warmth. And then I'm going to pat their shoulder and I'm going to do, um, what is it? Is it cure wounds? Yeah, I have another slot of that. Yeah. Uh, cure wounds. Uh, just in case they've got anything going on, I just kind of like heal their body. <laughs> uh, okay. They seem to shiver a little less and say, thank you for the tea. It's much appreciated. It's this is not how I thought the day was going to go. Of course. Um, were you here when it, when it first happened? Did you see everything happen? The, the, the statue, the monster, the same one from the archives. I was there for both. Who has such luck? For both? <laughs> that sucks. I was with my family. We were going to the archives to go to the aquarium, and all of a sudden, statue, destroy everything. And here I am, just, I have business in the circle, and statue, destroy everything. <laughs> I'm no, never leaving not. home again. Uh, I mean, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> like, well, I wish I had better advice, but... Dang, if that doesn't suck. Um, I do have a quick question. Uh, I am kind of trying, we're, we're trying to kind of figure out what, what happened here, obviously. Um, we are working with you, and I point at Scar, and I'm like, we're with the mantles, <laughs> and Scar, like, wave at Scar. Hey, okay, yeah, see, we're with the mantles. Um, we, I just have a quick question. We were wondering if you saw anything before this happened that was a little weird like did you see anyone standing in one place where they should have been moving did you see someone maybe when everyone else was running they were uh walking towards it or something like that anything weird no no i was too concerned i having seen Having seen it once, I tried to run as quick as I could, and I was in the river. No, I didn't see anything. Okay. I mean, I feel like I don't I don't know how else to ask that without being like, did you see someone, like, kind of like, j- jiving next to this thing? <laughs> like, I don't know how else to ask that. Um, and I also don't know if they would understand... What I would, if I'm like, we saw on a video, I, I can't say that. 
Um, you are sitting there just comforting this poor tabaxi and you hear a voice. Uh, it's, it's a kid. Don't do this, Nathan. Hi, Miss, <laughs> Miss Elfwady. I, I saw something like that. Uh, I hate you. Can, can I have some tea too, please? Ew! Okay. For those who don't know, I hate Nathan's kid voice. It makes me, like, actually sad. Anyway, um, yes. Listen, so nothing Drew, bad's gonna happen to this kid. Everything bad has already happened. Better fucking not. For real, we will fight later. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna take out my thermos and, uh, Give this kid a little cup of tea. Thank you, lady. I like this. I like tea. I'm going to kneel down and be like, so you said that you saw something weird when the stone giant was attacking? Yeah, it was like a puppet guy. A puppet guy? Can you tell me about it? Yeah, you look just like the big statue doing everything with the statue. Yeah, I love this kid. Um... Okay, can you tell me anything else about him? Can you tell me what he looked like? They were wearing robes and shoes. <clears throat> and he had hair. Good job. Um, could you tell maybe what color his robes were? They were green robes. Green robes, does that mean anything to us? Uh, isn't that... Uh, you know that the lore keepers wear green robes. Yeah, I was going to say that's the lore keepers. Okay. I'm going to kind of like kneel down. I've got my hood up. And I'm going to be like, can you keep a secret? I'm good at secrets. <laughs> okay. I'm going to push back my hair and my um, hood so he can see my ears. They're pointy. Mm -hmm. Uh, which I have blue skin, so that's fucking wild. I'm sure everyone thinks I'm a tiefling or some shit, and then I do that, so it's wild. Um, and I'm going to be like, I have pointy ears. I'm actually an elf, but I have to keep it a secret. The kid looks up and goes, you're an elf? I'm an elf, too. And they pull <gasps> their long hair back. Oh, my God! <laughs> you're like, yeah, exactly. Do you know if the person in the green robes had ears like we do? Um, I think so. I don't like that shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm gonna reach, I have like some sort of bag. I'm assuming I have a bag or like a robe with a big pocket. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna hand this kid a piece of paper and what amounts to crayons, but it's probably like like balls of wax like colored wax and i'm gonna be like here you go like i was like can you draw me a couple pictures and can you make one of them a picture of what this person looked like and then you can also if you can also draw me, draw me a picture of a flower i'd really like it okay uh they get to drawing and Dope. they're doing that so saf your investigation yeah while this is happening uh can I track where these footprints go? Yeah, roll me a survival. 
And I'm going to have to say this is at disadvantage as well because of the traffic in the area. Shit, that was a natural 20. Uh, and a 2. Um, that's a 3. <laughs> okay, you are able to follow the tracks for a little bit, and then they just disappear. It's as if they're... the those. You, you start to think, maybe I was just imagining that there were soft sole footprints here. Maybe it was just old hard prints that had gotten you know blown away Mm -hmm. they just it looks like so the prints look like they're walking somewhere and then they just abruptly stop yeah Uh, like you only get like two or three footprints in the trail and then it's just gone okay can I determine the shoe size and the probable height based on either the shoe size or a surrounding area landmark, like how many bricks tall this person might have been? I will say that based on what you found that you thought were the soft-soled shoes and the information you got from the uh, recording that Andy took, you would put the humanoid at around five feet, maybe not much taller than five feet tall. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to join Scar and Drew after this. I don't think there's anything more I can glean from this information. Okay. Scar, what were you doing during all this? You just helped this um, golden mantle with the beam. Is there anything else that you wanted to do? I mean, I, I guess like I'm doing what like my training kicks in my brain is just helping move people along directing traffic like moving more things uh assisting more people that kind of stuff the um the gold mantle looks at you and says "Uh, have you done this before (laughs) you're pretty good at it you have you ever thought about joining the mantles I've been asked that before, but I'm not a joiner. I just like to help. And then I'm just, I continue on my merry way. Uh, They say, that's a shame. You know, we really could use those who (laughs) want to help. That's all we want to do. Can I do a really perform, when I join Scar and Drew, can I do a really performative landing in front of this golden mantle? superhero landing yes not like superhero like kneeling landing but like gently descending but making my presence well known to them ah that's a neat little contraption you got there you you're an artificer then huh yeah how'd you guess oh and i gesture to the suit (laughs) yeah the, the The suit kind of gives it away. I mean, we're in Gizmoboro too, huh? Yeah, true. So, um, what's the scene here? Is everyone accounted for or okay? Well, it looks like we've got everything pretty much under control at this point. And at this point, they remove their helm. And you see that the mantle is a middle-aged 
hobgoblin woman. Her features are scarred and battle-worn, and she wears her black hair in tight braids that allow her helm to sit comfortably on her head. She extends her hand for a handshake. It's lucky we happen to be passing through here today. I hate to think of what would have happened had we not been here. Many lives were saved here today thanks to you. Oh, I, I apologize. I neglected to introduce myself. I'm Thin Quill, Golden Mantle of Fellows. And she smiles at you knowingly. And that's where we're going to end today's episode. (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Legends of Lanamore podcast. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had a great time playing. And I hope that you, listener, had a great time listening. Sorry if this episode is a little long. I had to get to that reveal and it took them a little while. <laughs> so the lull this week. Um... <laughs> I think the lull this week is going to be me for not reading up on skill challenges before doing a skill challenge. I think skill <laughs> challenge was been, fun. It was fun, but it should. I wanted it to be a little harder. I wanted it to be a little more... I mean, that's fair. We breezed through that. You, you did breeze through it. We rolled well. And that we have yeah. hero points and shit, too. No, I yeah. know. But I, sh- I should have made you work a little harder for it. Um, so I think I, I'm going to have to be the lull this week because I didn't read up on them. I knew I wanted to do one. Here we are. The legend this week, I think, is going to have to be Scar for running 10 miles in a matter of minutes. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. That's quick. That's <laughs> I am like, a remarkable athlete. It it was not a it was not a long amount of time that it took you to get there. I um, like ultimate scarred that entire skill challenge. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and ripping a whole tree from the ground as well. That was just that's true. Like, for the distances that you had to deal with and the things you had at your disposal, I think that Scar definitely was the legend and uh, <laughs> just surprised all of us. We're all Scar deep down, really. <laughs> um, but anyway, if you want to reach out to us on social media, that's, that's something people can do, right, Nicole? They can. They can go to Twitter and find us at Pod. Also check out at Novi Studio or at Novi underscore Studio for our studio page. Um, if you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at underscore Nova Gamer. I'm at Neurotic Good. Uh, you can find me at underscore Squid Toaster. We also have a website. NoviStudio.io, where you can find our About Me section, check out all of our different shows that we have, artwork for our amazing world. We got some new artwork recently of my favorite ship couple, Silva. My favorite thing, though, on the entire website is our merch store. We have a merch store! You can go buy things with our logos on them, and then wear them or drink from them. That's fucking wild. We also have merch for our other shows, like Our City in Snow, which if you've been watching me this whole time, I've been drinking from a City in Snow mug, which seems rude, but you listen to it, you'll understand. 
Um, we also have pants you can only get in white. That's it. That's so much cool stuff. And we're going to be adding way more cool stuff. And we're also going to be, we also have the prequel campaign as well as uh, the Pact of the Shepherd. If you would like to use those in any of your things. Uh, and also listen to the prequel campaign, which is us being very new, but has a lot of story information that you might find pretty interesting right about now. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us, leave a like or a review on your podcasting platform of choice. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned and be sure to, for real, just go and go and hit that follow on uh, the Novi Studios Twitter so that you can know about new shows that are coming up. We have a new show coming up in the next week or so, I think, at the release of this episode. Uh, Lex, talk about it with our very good friend, Lex, who uh, has been on a number of our live stream days for Novi Presents. And they are getting their own show, and we're very excited about it. And be sure to check out their merch when it comes out, because it's going to be just wild fire. (laughs) So good. Thank you all so much for tuning in again. I hope that you had fun, and let's see what happens next week. And don't forget, let's be legends! (laughs) We did it. We actually did it this time. I'm so proud of us. Sort of.